Hello, hello, and welcome to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, the season four finale, season four, episode 10. This has been a season about things I wish I knew when I was starting my career. Today being the 10th and final episode, which is kind of the building your career, kind of a look back from a guy like me who's been in my career for going on 35 years. That's right. Um, January of 2022 will mark 35 years in my career. So I've been around a long time, and there are a lot of things that I wish I knew when I first started. So today's episode will be a wrap-up of this season and some of the things that um, I've done to build my career um, and things that you can consider trying as you build or continue to build or look at put a, to put a bow on your career. So this is how I've organized today's podcast. I've got four things I want to cover. One is kind of a, a quick look back on some themes in my career. Then I want to talk about formulas, formulas for building a good career. Third, I want to talk about planning, career planning. And fourth, I want to look, talk about continuous learning, continuous improvement. So those are the four areas uh, that I'm going to cover on today's podcast. Let's jump right into it. My career. So let me summarize a few things that have been consistent throughout my career. One. I've always been pretty good at um, putting myself in other people's shoes and actually taking a kind of clear view of my, myself and, and my own strengths and weaknesses. I think that's critically important. So observing other people is great, but you need to also observe yourself. Look. <laughs> I know what I'm good at, and I know what I'm not good at. Um, you know, I have a, a person who's a mentor to me, and um, his name is uh, his name is Andrew. And um, Andrew was a mentor to me um, for a big chunk of my career, um, especially very early on. I still know Andrew. I'm still in touch with Andrew, and Andrew is very analytical. He could read books. He could read complicated memos. He could read complicated legal cases and understand them, dissect them, pick out the nuances in them, and explain them in a super simple manner. Um, he loves doing work and solving complicated problems. I love chasing work, understanding the dynamics between buyers and sellers, um, and working it, working it, working it. So I'm much more into the interpersonal relations, interpersonal psychologies, interpersonal behaviors and decision-making processes, whereas Andrew is much more into the analytics, the complexities, the nuances of our core business. Now, um, one thing that I always appreciate, appreciate about Andrew is he understood his strengths and weaknesses. I understood mine. 
he always tried to make me more analytical. Again, that's improving my strengths and weaknesses. But he also appreciated the things I was good at. Understand your own strengths and weaknesses. Understanding my own strengths and weaknesses is something that I think has helped me throughout my career because I'm not blindly self-promoting things I'm not good at. I'm not blindly jumping into things that I'm not going to be great at. Now, I'm not avoiding them. I'm always looking to improve and enhance myself, but I understand where I shine, and I understand where I don't. Second thing in my career, I always let people know what I want. <laughs> and people who I've worked for over my career know that. I want a promotion. I want a raise. This is how much of a raise I'm expecting or I'm looking for. This is when I'd like a promotion and why. Um, I think people who I work for find it annoying, yet they appreciate it because we know where we stand. So I think the second thing looking back at my career is I always know what I want and I always let people Now, the third thing about my career, and I've not been great at this, but, but I've learned over the course of my career, just because you know what you want and just because you tell people who can control those things, just because you tell them what you want, doesn't mean you're going to get it. And it's certainly not, you're almost never going to get it when you want it. So I've learned over my career to not only express the things I'm looking to do and things I want, but not to expect it so quickly, manage my own expectations. That way I won't be disappointed. So three quick things on point one were, I know my strengths and weaknesses. I know what I want. I let people know what I want. And I manage my own expectations by not expecting to get what I want as quickly as I want. So that's point one. Point two, looking back in my career, is the formula for success. Now, if you listen to this entire season, you'll know that a lot of the things I talk about are putting yourself in the other person's shoes, being able to relate to them, understand what they need, understand what they want, have conversations about them. Think about them. Think about things from their perspectives. Think about the other person, and you'll be successful. Now, let's be clear. That's a formula that has worked for me. It can work for anyone. It can work for anyone, but it's not the only way to be successful in your career. It's not the only formula. I mentioned earlier this guy, Andrew. Um, I, I know another guy in my career named, um, wow, the name just flew out of my head. Um, oh, Sam. So, so Andrew and Sam, two of the smartest people I've ever worked with, okay? They're always the smartest people in the room when it comes to complicated issues, technical issues, um, problems that need, you know, kind of really insightful thinking, the ability to, to, to plow through numbers or complicated memos. Andrew and Sam are two of the best I've ever met. And frankly, they've built a career on being incredibly insightful and incredibly analytical. What I would say very left brain, very much so, because they're the smart, they, they are the smartest people in the room, certainly intellectually. And that's their formula. Um, understanding where the other person's coming from, the softy, feely, you know, what makes the other person tick, 
look, they're not clueless about it, but it's not their thing. Their thing is come into a room, assess a complicated problem, put their brains to work, put their knowledge to work, and solve it. So you don't always have to be focused on the other person to have a successful career. You can also be super smart and analytical. There's another thing you can be, and, and I wrote this down. You can be a bully. And you can, look, you can't get away with being a bully without being a little smart, too. And you can't get away with being a bully without understanding where the other person is coming from, too. But the bully persona and the bully um, behavior pattern can be quite a successful one. Quite a lot of bullies who've gone very far in their careers. You could call them narcissistic. You could call them a lot of different things. But but they're bullies. They're they're probably... I don't I didn't know them as kids but they're probably the kids who beat up the weak kid in the schoolyard or who made fun of the weak kid on the ball field. Um and they that's a formula for success too. Not one I'm good at. I'm not good at being a bully but some people are. My point here is that under you know in this season 4 I've spent a lot of time talking about understand the other person's point of view. Put yourself in their shoes. All I'm pointing out here is that is not the only formula for success. And if you're really, really going to be successful, maybe you'll understand multiple formulas and apply them to your circumstances and your strengths and weaknesses and come up with a formula that works for you. Okay, that was number two. The third thing I wanted to cover is always look ahead. Now. There are a couple of times in this podcast series I mentioned a few things. One, I love playing chess, and I'm really not that good at it, um, although I'm sure I'm better than a lot of people. I think um, chess.com has me better than, I think, 40% of the people who um, play chess on chess.com, which means 60% of the people are better than me. But that's not the point. Chess is often about thinking two, three, four moves ahead that you're going to make and your competitor is going to make. And having that chess mindset, thinking ahead, is really good when it comes to career planning and career building. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I'm 57 years old. I've been in my career almost 35 years. Most people be thinking about when can I start playing more golf and working less? <laughs> when can I spend more time reading books, walking in nature? By the way, I love those things. Don't get me wrong. And I do want to do more of that. So I am not a workaholic or I guess that's all relative. But here's the thing. I'm still planning ahead. I'm always thinking what would I like to do next? I'm an explorer. What would I like to do next? I want it to be something I'm good at. I don't want to just kind of randomly do something I'm not good at. I want it to be something I enjoy. Um, But I also want it to be something that advances my career. And that doesn't always mean a promotion. It doesn't always mean a raise. But it means personal growth, personal development, personal wellness. And that's kind of back to the whole meet mediocrity theme. I'm always looking ahead. And I think those people who look ahead in their careers, who achieve 
quote unquote success and don't rest on those laurels, but they look for what does success mean next. To me, that is is hugely important, this kind of planning and forward thinking. You know, kind of a weird sidebar, but I'm currently trying to lose some weight. And anyone who's followed the Meet Mediocrity podcast knows that that from the day I started the podcast, which is now kind of almost two years ago, it's about a year and three quarters ago, I talked about wanting to lose weight. Now, I will tell you this. I am... 20 pounds, 20 pounds lighter than when I started the Meet Mediocrity podcast, but I was 20 pounds heavier when I started the Meet Mediocrity podcast than I was two years before that. And, but for the first time in my life, I'm really realizing that weight management for a guy like me, who's generally a big guy, who generally has had a lifetime of eating a little bit too much, enjoying carbs a little too much. Um, it's a lifelong journey. It's not about a goal weight. It's not about how many weeks till the goal weight. It's about watching what you, and watching your diet and watching your fitness and accepting the fact that you'll have slips and just accept that slip, accept that, embrace it because it's about a lifetime of watching. That analogy is the same for your career. It's a lifetime of planning ahead. It's a lifetime of looking forward. That doesn't mean you don't focus on what you're doing today, but you're also thinking two or three steps ahead like a chess game so that you can ultimately continue to achieve and continue to grow and continue to develop. So that's my third point when it comes to career development. And lastly, always look to be learning. Always look to be learning more. So, a couple things I'll say. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times in my career where I have been focused on putting myself in the other people's shoes, and I've said that that's a strength of mine. But there was a point in my career when I was I was shifting from being a um, project leader or a team leader. And then I I was going to shift to become more of a working with teams to help them uh, win win more work, business development. So instead of being a doer and a leader of a team, I still have a team, but, but but it was really more focused on helping others and helping others be successful in their endeavors. Now, that change, that switch took looking at things from other people's perspectives a whole new level because I was coaching people on how they would interact with other people. So that put me two and three times removed from the ultimate decision maker or the ultimate target audience. I hired a coach, a forensic psychologist actually, to help me understand other people, even people I would never meet or I would only meet for short periods of time. What does that mean? Continuous learning. I can also tell you that about two years ago, I met a person who is a coach slash therapist who um, really had a unique perspective on approaching life. 
And I spent a lot of time with him as a friend and as a, as a coach and therapist on ways to approach challenging issues in life, not just personal life, but, but work life. Again, constantly developing, constantly progressing. It's part of what I've been trying to do in my career, even now, 30 plus years in. And thirdly, this podcast has really been an incredible growth opportunity for me. I feel like I'm a good public speaker. I think I've gotten a little better at it through the podcast. I think I'm good at running meetings, interviewing people, planning for those interviews, and having conversations that aren't Q&A but are more conversational has really helped me get even better at um, meetings and, and, and leading meetings. And, and also the whole wellness aspect of Meet Mediocrity and speaking to all of the different guests and whether it's a Pilates instructor or a yoga instructor or a dietitian or a medium or a hypnotist or um, a triathlete. I mean, so many different people have given me so many different added perspectives on how to approach my overall wellness, but also how to apply those wellness tips to career tips and how to approach work and life together in a way that could be successful. Now, why am I saying all this? Always be learning. I think I had an episode in season four that was always be selling. Always be learning. You're never too old to learn. You're never too old to make yourself better. You're never too old to take those learnings, those betterments, and help others with them as well. So to me, that's the fourth thing I wanted to cover on this podcast, always be learning. So going back to the four things, it was a review of my career, knowing my strengths and weaknesses, knowing what I want, and not expecting what I want too quickly. That was point number one. Point number two was understanding others' points of view and understanding them well is certainly one formula for success, but that's not the only formula for success. And having a couple of different formulas in your basket can really make you an incredibly successful person in your career. The third was look ahead, always look ahead, always be thinking like a chess player, even if you're not a highly ranked chess player. And fourth, always be learning. Always look forward to advancing your career. So that, my friends, is the wrap-up of season four of the Meet Mediocrity podcast. Ten episodes on things I wish I knew when I was starting my career. I hope that what I've provided are just some useful tidbits. This is not a masterclass. I am a pretty good coach when it comes to careers. Any of my listeners, any of my listeners who reached out to me and said, I'd like to talk about some career things, I would be game on and I wouldn't even be charging you for it. It's just something I love to do. So you can always reach out to me. Those of you who know me, those of you who don't know me, direct uh, DM me on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email through the meetmediocrity.com website. Um, But this isn't a pitch to be a coach. I'm just saying that. I'm usually very willing to coach people. But more importantly, I hope these tips are just things that get you thinking, things that get you wanting to do a little bit more reflection, things that get you wanting to do a little more research, and things that help you 
learned some of the things I wish I knew when I was starting my career so that you can make your career good for you. That's kind of my primary objective of season four of the Meet Mediocrity podcast. And, you know, Meet Mediocrity is about overall wellness. Being happy and successful as you define success in your career is part of wellness, is part of overall well-being and happiness. So this podcast, this season has been aimed directly at that. Stay tuned. Season five, right around the corner. Going to take, I think, maybe one week off in between season four and season five, maybe two, but not more than that. I've already got some great episodes lined up for episode five. Lots of interesting guests, lots of great interviews. Um, and I look forward to engaging with you as this journey of the Meet Mediocrity podcast continues. So, with that, I wish everyone to have a lot of success in your career. Be happy. Stay positive, be well, and stay in touch. Take care, everyone.